can I tell you how tired my legs are? Tell me how tired they are. So I went to the gym Thursday. Yes, Thursday. Uh-huh. Uh huh. To do the to do to do those uh, squats that we missed on Tuesday and Wednesday. Right. So I went right. Thursday, or Wednesday. I do. I went Thursday and did them. I did them hard. Still two fifteen. Okay. Full set. Good for you. But then I went up to Seattle yesterday. Right. To see the Mars Volta because my good friend Ryan bought us tickets uh, as just a nice thing, and uh, I we had seats. But buddy, let me tell you, you were in the we mosh. were standing up. No, we no, there's no mosh. It was a sophisticated. <laughs> but people did get close. But uh, but no, I'm standing up the whole time, dancing and, and moving my feet. My toes hurt because I was tapping while tapping my foot while I'm dancing. You know, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just and, a and classic my, white guy move. My newer, it was in my newer shoes, so the toe of that shoe is hard rubber. So my toe is like, what is happening right now? Why is it so hard? So my toe kind of hurts, and my legs hurt because I was dancing. Man, they put on a good show. It was two hours, full set, 14 songs. Woo! God, sang every word or the melody if I didn't know the words. Right. Because there's a lot of words you don't know, you know? Sure, yeah. Well, there's no time to learn them. There's no time. There's no time. Maybe I had them one time. What'd you do this weekend? This weekend, I, uh, listen, everyone, Mike is, is, is radio silent on old Bo. I got about 87 Marcos. I sent him over the last two weeks. He doesn't look at, he, I look receives, at him. I he barely look responds at him. to my texts. And when he does respond to my texts, it's just like a lull or like, ah, or like I respond. So... <laughs> I'm just very tired, Bo. All There's right? no conversation. There's no dialogue. I'm just There's nothing. very just... tired. All right. There's it's... just reactions and no. There's no yes and is what it is. It's just, yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> There's all I have is the energy for yes. I don't I don't have energy for the and. Owner of a lonely heart. That's all you have energy for is yes. <laughs> that is funny that that's the yes that you picked. I mean, I have the vinyl. I picked it up for real cheap. I was like, I might as well get this. It's a fun song. It's not It's not the yes that I actually would probably prefer. It's the later True. yes. Yeah, no, it's, the, it's a yes in the yes. 80s. Keeping it fun. Man, you got it in the 80s. You got to keep it fun. That's when, uh, didn't, that's when Rush did their whole synthesizer thing right yeah baby power windows and hold your fire forever fuck the haters fuck fuck the haters that's what i say that's regarded those are regarded as like the least favorite albums right those or that era fucking haters i'm not a big i'm not a huge rush fan yes i've watched a four-hour dvd i've watched a long concert dvd before really but that was that was back when mars volta was really popping off so i was like what else is out there that's prog and I went to a forum, <laughs> yeah, a message forum called thecomatorium.com slash forum. I was member 123. Wow. By the time it fizzled out, there was like 70,000 members. I was old school. You know, I was real, I'm proud of this. Yeah, Mike, no, I'm I can proud. tell. I can tell. You're really, it really gives you this really pathetic sense of superiority. <laughs> it really does. Listen, I love this band and, you know, I'll listen to them to the day I die. And then, and, and I was member 123 <laughs> On their unofficial form. Stop saying it. It doesn't make it any more impressive. It still <laughs> sounds dumb when you say it. You can go to the comatorium.com slash forum. Hey, listen, if you want to check out the comatorium.com, <laughs> check out member 120 whatever. That was His me. Star Rising was my name. <laughs> it was the band name. It was His Star Rising. It was cool. I was cool. Hey, it's cool. He's a cool guy. I love His Star so Rising. Did- I can't wait to listen to some His Star Rising. Well, that... 
if, if if we ever get a bigger listenership, that'll be like a bonus, a bonus episode for those people that pay us a little bit more scratch yeah. for that album. Yeah, that'll be a it's sweet, not online. That'll be a it's sweet not deal. <laughs> Fucking just just reeling people into the Patreon with his Star Rising <laughs> content for sure. <laughs> high school band from no, we were graduated. It was it was a freshly out of high school. Yeah, band. but let's be real, it was a high school band. <laughs> I mean, we literally played at my high school. Sick. Maybe I'll get that photo for Is It Shithouse for you in a bit. Love that. We'll see. Love that um, for us. We're here. I went to Seattle for a real quick stop. You don't have any idea what you did I don't this know, weekend. man. You know, I just, you know, when you wake up and you feel that grip of, ex- of existence, it's just like that strangling, you know, and you just, you try and, you try and breathe and you just can't. No, I don't. It's hard to. It's hard to remember, like, what happens after that. You know what I mean? Like, we all know it. We all know that feeling. You yeah. wake up. You feel like there's 100 pounds of concrete on you. You feel like you're going to yeah. uh, cry, and you don't. You cannot fathom the idea of driving this meat puppet one more time. But, yeah. yeah. And then after that, it's kind of, I don't know, it's all a blur. You know what I mean? I wish I could get a blur lyric for you right now, but I just don't. I tapped out of my... Shake me up uh, with your voodoo, baby. (laughs) Is that Blur? I don't know. (laughs) Probably. Hey, we want to write in and tell if this is Blur. And if you want to know who we are, my name is Bo. And my name is Mike. And I kind of probably don't know the difference between Blur and Ween. And you're... And you're, you and fumbled you're, this intro. And you're, and you're, you're in the end zone, but you have dropped the ball, dude. <laughs> you're so close, you fumbled. And you're listening to <laughs> Topes It's what wrestling can be. We're back for another in our hit series, Tiny But Mighty. Came out two day, three days ago. The part one came out. It was a sat, special Saturday. Topes Tope. Topatterday? Topatterday. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't even make any art for it because I'm just going to put it with part two, you know, today that you're listening to right now. Double header. Yeah. That'll be really fun. That'll be fun for the peeps. Is that what we're calling our... (laughs) Is Christian going to get mad if we call them the peeps? Yeah, I don't know. I I think you've been calling them that, actually. I think... You know what? The toe toe, people. The toe people. Yeah. You know, Christian can come at me, bro. (laughs) You know? Yeah, what? What is he? Six, four, five? Yeah, what is he? I could take Christian. He's so tall. Christian, if you're listening, I, I, I'll i mess you up, man. I'll poke that hurt arm of yours, and then I'll run from you. You'll hurt. You'll feel You'll it. hurt. We'll get to these matches later. There's two of them this time that I brought you. Ooh, okay. Two, ti- two tiny but mighties. Do right. you want a preview of the, the wrestlers involved? One match is Alex Wright. Yes. Versus Sabu. Okay. From Nitro in 1995. No shit. Wow. That's going to fucking rip, dude. Yeah, I think we're pretty close to this match in Fight Bites, right? Yeah. No. No, no, we're about to hit 95. We we have so many episodes to we get to No, 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 no. We're about to hit 96, baby. Nitro didn't debut. Did we already watch this then? Nitro didn't debut until the fall of 95, September 95. So we have watched this potentially in Fight Bites like number two. It's this match exists. It, it's possible that we've already watched this match, but I don't remember it. So it, it's I remember Sabu when Sabu shows up. It's like, yeah, but I again, also, I don't remember him wrestling Alex. Uh-uh, Wright, me either. This will be interesting. 
I feel like it opens Nitro. Okay. Maybe. What we're going to do, and the next one is also Nitro, but it's 1999. We're definitely not there yet. It's Billy Kidman versus Rey Mysterio Jr. It's the match we almost accidentally watched Ooh, last week. Ooh, yeah. Um, okay. That's also Nitro, but March 15th, 1999. So kind of right in the – it's bumping right now. It's doing pretty well, isn't it? Is it – when does it take the hump? Yeah, no. Like, okay. Uh, uh, Nitro and 99, they're definitely starting to go downhill for sure. Really? Yeah. So soon? In March? Yeah, shit turned in 98. Okay. All right. So we're going to watch that, uh, those two, before we get there. Yeah. I have no news for you. There's really? no train at the station this week. Really? You're kind of excited for it. Well, guess what? That's too bad. Oh, shit. I don't oh, have a shit house this week, but I got some huge news. Ride on your horse down to Huge News Avenue. We got pitches for your horse on the curb. Take it, Mike. And we're gonna see how much news you can fit in your cornhole. Got news for you, baby, all night long. All night long. Fill your ten-gallon hat with some huge news. Ten gallon hat with some huge news today. Ten gallon hat with your huge news. Fill your ten gallon hat with your huge news today. I said, Mike, I need the song to be about 30 seconds long. And then what you're giving me, he gave me this time to do what I want with it. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, baby. Let me do another. I got a ten gallon hat for your huge news. Want to sing a song about it or well i assumed that the song was already playing it might i usually do both <laughs> I sing to myself and put the song in there you kind of look like a tired reed richards right now with your little gray streak like a, just a tired reed thank richards. you thank <laughs> he's you he's been working too hard in the lab all right we got a little update on a a key piece of news here that i know you've been dying to get updated on so i'm going to send that to you now yeah on slack okay i didn't have my mic up when i just chortled when i read the little headline in my text message yeah because sometimes everyone we have a tendency to carry on stories usually if it's a shit house we carry on the shit house but mike this is your huge news yes huge news yeah i had to up, i had to update you there, there's been a um yeah there, there's been a uh, there's been some movement on, in the case this is on cnbc.com because again, a little more info has dropped. If this were a shit house and not hard news, I would be giving you a sh- giving you shit for bringing a shit house from cnbcoldman.com. But this is news. This is news. So I won't give you a shit. This is from a news Thank site. Thank you for news. Thank you. Beyond Meat exec Doug Ramsey leaves company after arrest for allegedly biting man's nose, punching Subaru. The punching Subaru is a new wrinkle I didn't get to when I read the story last time. There's a couple of new so- wrinkles. Oh, shit. So I got to... Oh, there's key, uh, are they in the key points? Key points. Doug Ramsey, who is Beyond Meat's operating chief, was arrested for allegedly biting a man's nose after a college football game. That's what we knew. We knew this. In, in September, Ramsey was charged with making terroristic threats and third-degree battery after allegedly assaulting a driver in a parking garage near Razorback Stadium in Arkansas. So he's a big... 
he just he's just a big sport fan and he just has to let it out at different games is there more in the story oh there's more do you want me to read this whole article no 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 i I'll, I'll give you i'll give you a little bit of uh yeah you can give, give us the key points a little bit of backstory key points Mm-mm. police said ramsey punched through the back windshield of a subaru <laughs> watching goldberg after it hit the front tire of ramsey's car according to a police report so someone was backing up in reverse and just kind of bumped into his wheel his into the rubber and he's like fuck this it's fuck a- this <laughs> ramsey <It's unclear. laughs> then allegedly punched the subaru driver and bit his nose oh so he assaulted someone and now too. this is a quote bit his nose and then in quotes ripping the flesh on the tip of the nose yeah the report said i was let's be real i was hoping though he got a bigger more nose in his mouth and he got the cartilage it sounds like he just nicked some skin so this puts into question the is it shithouse now from weeks ago because if it's just a i need to see this man's nose i don't want to i don't want to are they operating with are they treating us with kid gloves either in the, it doesn't seem like they are in the news article here because they are directly quoting the police report. Okay, ripping the flesh yeah. on the tip of the nose. Now that can mean so many things. That could mean there's a chunk of nose in this in this fake meat CEO yeah. dude's mouth, or he just kind of nicked it and it it a laceration. Could be right. Could be. It's, it's way too broad. This police report as you know, a cab as they always do. Yeah. Last thing I want to say here. Um, police, (laughs) police also said the victim and a witness claimed that Ramsey told the Subaru driver he would kill him. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a tire. It's like 180 bucks. Chill. And if it's just a reverse, it's not going to hurt your axle or whatever, you psychopath. Oh, Beyond Dog. Beyond Meat did not immediately return a request for comment. You read the police report. <laughs> beyond Meat, more like Beyond Embarrassed. <laughs> I wish I had a rim shot noise, but we're not that kind of show. Uh-uh, no, we we're not that kind of We don't do audio serious, drops. serious comedy show. We don't do any kind of audio drop segments. None of that shit. None of the gimmicks. <laughs> None of the gimmicks. And here's the, and to end this huge news segment, here's the song again. Ride on your horse down to Huge News Avenue. We got pitches for your horse on the curb. Take it, Mike. And then we're gonna see how much news you can fit in your cornhole. Got news for you, baby, all night long. Ten gallon hat with some huge news today. Ten gallon hat with your huge news. Fill your ten gallon hat with your huge news today. I said, Mike, I need the song to be about 30 seconds long. And then what you giving me, you gave me this time to do what I want with it. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, baby.
I'm having a good time. Good. You've earned you. We've earned it. We have. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that story to me. Physically, I am changed, Mike. I'm changed, and I'm proud of it. I'm there to be a. Why tease. would you? <laughs> I'm there to be a yeah. tease. More fun to be a tease. I think you that's it's you and Stacy. She's like, come here, Mike. And you're like, ooh, no, no, I can't right now. And she chases you around. Yeah, that's typically how it goes. Yeah, I'm just every, running. Every I'm constantly day. and continually running away from the hottest person on earth. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's generally it's what like, yeah. It's a real Tom and Jerry relationship. <laughs> you're just running. <laughs> And I know, I know Stacy's listening. So we love you, Stacy. We do. We love you. Thank you for chasing me. Yeah. It's really, I really appreciate it. Thank you for letting me be the Jerry. And that is, uh, that's a sweet house. That's sweet house. What just happened is what that was. Yeah. Enough about love. What is love? Actually, you can listen to back episodes, uh, Mike, with, uh, just find the Truman episodes. There's one in particular where Mike goes off about love. How he doesn't like it or hate it, but now listen to him. I don't now know that I him. say that I that there's yeah, well. something wrong with love. <laughs> you got to go listen to the episode. I'm the editor. I know it. I heard everything. You can't twice. remember what you had for breakfast. I can so. I had that. I sold you a photo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So in this one instance, you remember <laughs> because it was a restaurant chicken fried steak that you sent a picture to. Yeah. Of, okay, me of for. And I think your response was, lol, or fuck you. It was really short, and you were mad. Yeah. It was so good. I was mad. I was jealous. Well, let's move on, shall we? Yeah, let's. We've talked, we've talked a lot about Seattle. Talked a lot about Stacy. Talked a lot about Mars Volta. Yeah. But I have a question for you in your voice that I need answered. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Mike, here in episode 154, can you believe it? Who is your favorite wrestler? My favorite wrestler is actually a tag team this week. So it's going to be two wrestlers. I'm very interested to hear this. Favorite wrestlers this week are the men who make up... The Gates of Agony. Currently. Which one do you like? Huh? Of the two. Who, who, who's your favorite? I like Khan. I like how, I mean, uh, it's like, it's not, it's Khan is like the sleeper of the two, but he is so ripped and he's mm-hmm. definitely like the smaller dude, but he yeah. is still a huge dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's been wrestling five years, by the way. What? 2017. He's I looked fantastic. Because he's. I want to get ahead of this. He's my favorite wrestler, Bishop Khan. Yeah. When you said tag team, I was like, he's got to do the agony team because that'll be awesome because Bishop is my favorite. Really? Well, let's talk about uh, talk about uh, the other guy. Tawa Loa? What's his name? Uh, Toa Leona. Leona. I was wrong. <laughs> it's like the second one's perfect. I got that in the back. Yeah. What do you? So tell me what you do. I, it sounds like you're you watch some wrestling. Yeah. Oh, that's that's in the drive because they had. Is this the FDR tag match? Uh huh. Yeah, they they challenged for the ROH belts and didn't get it done. But I really liked. I really like their team, Mm -hmm. and I think that they are a really interesting tag team. Just but to have dudes that are so dissimilar physically, but also still like just physical specimens like i don't know it's just it's cool yeah and even though they they're they like they're so different looking they look like they do still 
belong together as a tag team. Yeah, like they hang yeah. out outside of work. Yeah, yeah, they're buddies. Um, I really like this embassy team, honestly, with yeah. uh, Prince Nana and and Brian Cage. I'm Brian Cage has gotten himself over with me. I hate to. It's hard to say how. Where's Brian? Where's Brian Cage and Mike's relationship right now? Because have you heard the? Did he talk on the mic outside the ring? Has that happened yet? Because here's the thing. I want with my. I said Bishop Khan of the Embassy. I like that the Rampage main event scene is mostly uh, ongoing ROH stuff now. Because um, uh, how far have you watched? How far are you caught up? All the way. Okay, so yeah, you saw the trios match yeah. at the end of this recent two nights ago. And again, that's where I decided Bishop because he had the most of the in-ring time on their team. Yeah. I guess it's hard because I, I, here's what I'm going to do. I'm doing something here. No. Are you changing pivot. your favorite wrestler? I'm changing my favorite wrestler. Here's why. Wow. One, this is unprecedented my, in the history of the show. My favorite wrestler, Bishop, Bishop Khan, is represented in your favorite wrestler. Yeah. So I'm fine with changing it to the re-debut that I've been biting my tongue about for a week now. And that's the chairman. He's dead. Sean Spears, <laughs> the perfect 10, is back. And Mark, Mike Ruckus, Mikey, I forget, the guy that makes the music. Michael Ruckus. He, Michael Ruckus. He made his new theme song completely as a ripoff of his WWE theme song. Yeah. And it rules. And there's no weird vampire caller that's nice do you think ftr was like let's was like can we you stop no. with the astro boy thing the f- i like that they're calling themselves the pinnacle too that's cool yeah and wardlow's there to help with war joe they're all there but mjf that scoundrel was his team not anymore not anymore but mjf is on the verge of turning babyface somehow oh, big fucking big time yeah the, each promo every time i it must have been dynamite that backstage promo was just like shit Damn, on Twitter, he's just himself, and he, he calls out fucking uh, anti-Semitism all the time, which he should. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it's yeah. great. Well, yeah, so let's, I'm going to do that, because I want to, I didn't know if you'd seen Sean's return, the big return of Sean Spears. Yeah. This... We got Bray Wyatt, we got Good Brothers, we got Sean Spears. This seems like a devastating development for you, though, because you're not going to be able to send me videos of you yelling about the chairman anymore. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find some other annoying high-pitched thing to scream. Good, yeah. All my neighbors. The number 10 is here. The number 10. <laughs> great. Just oh, great. Oh, man. So those are our favorite wrestlers. And I see your, your denim jacket has been returned. Did Rick stop by and drop it off? Yeah, he dropped. Well, he sent someone. Who did he send? I don't know. I forget her name. It was Trisha or... Kimberly or something I I don't I don't know but she just came to my came to my door and threw the jacket at me and said he's done mm-hmm. with this now and then got in a limo wow. and and they drove away well uh actually this is weird because we are in separate houses because it's long long day yeah uh when I got back from Seattle today uh on my stoop uh-huh Rick Flair he was Rick Flair was just sitting there really he was sitting there like a little child his hands were around his knees he was going woo woo Woo. And I was like, Rick, do you want to come inside? So he is still here and he has something to say. He's in my other other room. And yeah. All right, Rick, you can. Yeah, I hear you. You can come in. Come in. I checked leave. your fridge. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in there. What you have is not up to the standards of the nature boy. I'm talking about caviar. You're talking about 5,000 bottles of Dom Perignon. You're talking about private jets, Rolex watches, 
diamond rings, and as much gold as you can fit around one waist. Now, Rick, Rick, you know that I've been working out, so all I really keep is frozen meats and eggs. I don't keep a lot of stuff because I won't eat it. You say you've been working out. That's not what I see. When I look at those string bean arms, you got a couple of cans of Campbell's chicken noodle soup that you're smuggling inside your sweatshirt. And what I'm saying, brother, is that you need to pack on some pounds. Yeah. If you're going to wrestle in the NWA. So, okay. So caviar is the way. Caviar is only one part of my diet. (laughs) It's it's got its rich and fat. It's only one part of my diet. Also, I want to say, I'm really <laughs> fond. I'm really fond of your cat. Thank you, Rick. He's been nice. Uh, yeah, he's been. It's been a handful, but we're we're working through it. And whether you like it or you don't like it, whether you're from the NWA or you're from <laughs> the Pacific Northwest or you're from someplace over in Europe. When you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror, you're disappointed because you're not the nature boy. Yeah. You know what Ric Flair feels when he wakes up and he looks in the mirror? He feels like a million bucks. I get it. It looks like it too. And I will say one thing. If Arn Anderson, my best friend, (laughs) does not return my pair of socks that I loaned him, I just want Mike to know, I'm going to be leaving many voicemails this week (laughs) for you to contact my best friend to get back the socks of the nature boy. But that's not why I'm here. Why I'm here, Tony Schiavone, is to talk about the greatest wrestlers in the world today. You're talking about Terry Funk, Jack Briscoe. You're talking about tag teams like the Gates of Agony. And not just that. You're talking about guys who are a million dollar talents from the Great White North. You're talking about Perfect Tens. Sean Spears, the greatest Canadian walking God's green today in Harley Race. That's what I like about you, Rick, is I, I need you to get the fuck out of here, but I love that you never forget Harley Race. I am about to leave, but what I will say is that I will not be leaving without a Coke Zero. Take it. It's, 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 I bought it on the way back from Seattle, but you can have it. That's fantastic. I see it's I already, there's it. already some liquid that's been drunk out of this. Yeah, like I said, I didn't really drink any, but I did open it. Uh, just I thought I was, and then I was like, "No, nah, I'll save it." So it is kind of flat now. Just I haven't touched it with my lips, but it is flat. That's okay. I feel like I thought Ric Flair would like a flat soda. <laughs> oh, that was great. I'm glad he's out of here. I don't know how long he was sitting on my stoop, but I'm thank you for being quiet during that whole thing too. Yeah, you're welcome. I don't. I mean, there's not really when Rick's around, it's hard to even get a word in edgewise. Anyway, so I mean, you. I think you probably. We were just happy that he was at my place this time and not. I'll tell you, it was that that was a nice change of pace, truly, to not have Rick in my closet with me. Very good. Also, I do need to change my phone number because I cannot continue to get these voicemails about socks. Yeah. And what is happening with old members of the Four Horsemen and who has whose 
personal belongings and they're not on speaking terms. I, it's it's too much. It's too much for me. Well, a lot of people don't know this, but this Ric Flair segment, he actually has been on every single episode. But what he does is he just kind of bounces back and forth. Mike's house, my apartment. And if we're there, he'll do it. So all the episodes where we've been recording over here, he just kept going to Mike's like a doofus. And he never hit the show. So now he's landing in the right place at the right time. And it's it, it's successful to varying degrees. <laughs> yeah, it's good to know that we're on the same page as Rick these days. Uh, and that he feels welcome in our lives. <laughs> I don't know how he got that idea, but he does feel welcome. He feels super, he feels super justified in showing up anytime he wants. He does. He certainly does. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, uh, we're on to the favorite part of the show. Everyone's favorite part. So you said you didn't have a shit house for me. No, I don't have a shit house for you. Only, I, but I brought the huge news today. That's and that's fine because I have three shit houses for you. Oh my god, you're flush. two TikToks and the one that I created. Just now. Yeah. So let me send you on Slack the first one, which is the picture of me with my band at my high school. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and I need you to tell me. His star crying. If this photo is shithouse. All right. Here we go. We have someone. <laughs> someone has taken. Someone has taken a photo of five Caucasian boys with a combined body weight of about 280 pounds. <laughs> I, There's two that are extremely Caucasian. My my redhead friends, Mike and Matt. <laughs> it's like looking at four, five pillars of sand. Five pillars of salt, yeah. just soulless, just staring me down with these awful, awful, like, mud flap... Top, like flame, <laughs> like flame drum kit yeah. skins. Oh my oh, god! Drum. I thought you were talking about our huge, like wide legged jeans. <laughs> no, that's just like they look like normal jeans. They're just normal jeans. <laughs> yeah, normal jeans. If you were still wearing the same pair that you had twenty years ago. Listen, what is Mike, this shirt? What is Mike, this shirt that you're wearing? That. That shirt is the coolest shirt ever. I found it at a thrift shop. Uh -huh. It was so polyester, was so sweaty, but um, it was from the '70s. So on the on the chest uh, piece, it has like this sunset city landscape that's like looks like it's painted. Cool. And then on the back is that same thing, but huge. <laughs> it's on wow. the entire back. I wish I could find. I don't have a photo of it from the back, but it was fucking awesome. Um, I loved it, but who knows where it went. Truly. And that's my long hair. How beautiful. Their star was rising here in this photo. It was. It was. We're going to do the real shithouses now. Yeah. Which I'm this going is shithouse, though. Looking at this, this is shithouse. Yes. Yes. So these will actually, I'll text you since they're TikToks. Okay. And you can uh, use your phone for the audio. All right. This is from at Canal Joseph Shorts. Why your backpacks Okay. Here we go. The caption is, he had a good point. Okay, I gotta watch this again. Here we go. Why your backpack small? Yeah, it's a huge backpack. Yeah. 
He has a good point. <laughs> That's it. How do you feel about it? Yeah, it's shit house. Good. Like, why? Because when you think about it, like, what is the ultimate form of the backpack? That. Just a, a, a giant bag. You're that essentially, you, can carry you could, everything you could absolutely live out of a backpack if it were big enough, right? It reminds me of, yes, to answer that question, <laughs> but it reminds me of the, uh, like, the bag lady from uh, Labyrinth. That part always scared me when she like she came back to her bedroom, but the baby was gone and she was in the junk world of the bag lady. Right. Yeah. Not that fun. Shit scared me. Not fun. But yeah, that, that kind of bag. So the next one. So it is shithouse. Shithouse. Right? Huge backpack is always shithouse. I don't even remember what this one is, but I did find it today. Okay. Here we go. This is from The Lovely Boys. The caption is tight lips. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yep. Just got some dudes with high, tight lips with set to Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some tight lips smiling. I do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Very good. It's wholesome. It's wholesome. The way it ends. Yeah. It's just wholesome. Very good. I make that face. I make that face at least seven or eight times every day. Yeah, and you got to do the like the head nod, the, or the gentle head nod, either up or down, depending on like the age of the person, like right. what's cooler to that age group. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about when I'm doing my tight lips. Thinking about what how cool you look. Who, yeah, how who's gonna perceive me as cool? <laughs> and then when you pass him, you think for the rest of the day, boy, I hope they perceived me as cool. I sure hope they perceived me as cool <laughs> when I gave them the tight lips. Very shit house. <laughs> you, yes, totally you, shit house. You come home and you're like, Stacy, I have a story for you. I was walking past this person, and I did this tight lip thing, and I can't get it out of my head. Do you think they thought I was cool? And then you all can have that conversation. Good. Yeah, that's probably how Stacy wants to spend their time, for sure. Yeah. Just uh, having conversations about me interacting with strangers and giving them the tight lips. If I'm cool. Oh boy, uh, that's that's is it shit house uh, this week episode one fifty four. Uh, those matches that we talked about earlier, those are coming up next. Uh, like we always do, they're on YouTube. I think we might even just go to the network. No, we can't. We can't screen share the network. Yeah, it's fucking peacocks. So also, it'd take us forty five minutes to find it. God, you're right. So I would recommend you should scrub. You should watch on Peacock because it's definitely higher quality. But it's on YouTube as well. That's where I'll link it on uh, our Twitter, which is, again, at Tope Suicida Pod. So we will see you after these two matches, and we hope you come back. Please, please come back. Please come back. Don't leave. Baby, please please don't. No, babe, no, babe, no. We're back. I just gave we we clapped in. I edited edited it out, but it, I gave the weakest, measliest clap. Just a real sad that's, clap, sad yeah. clap over on Bo's end there. But that's not what these two matches were, no sir. They were not a sad clap. They were not. They fucking ruled. <laughs> what uh, do you have a preference? Well, let's talk. Let's let's talk about Sabu and Alex Wright first. We have seen this match. It, it was instantly, I remembered all of it. I, like I said, I'll see it and I'll remember it. We yeah. talked about this last beautiful week. Beautiful mind strikes again. Beautiful mind. He said, I knew there was that chair spot and that he whiffs it and just hits the railing and I <laughs> and that happened. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that match was like a definitely qualified for this five minutes of fire, for sure. Yes, and I also like that it had that nice little extra spice at the end with the table spot and then the uh, the reverse decision, the decision reversal. Yep. Which we haven't talked about on the show because Mike just watched it. it. We don't know when Mike watches Dynamite Rampage these days, so I don't know where he is. Now they know he's fully caught up. Caught up. That reminded me of Eddie Kingston and Samuel Guevara. Samuel Guevara. That reverse decision because Eddie wouldn't, you know, take off that hold. Yeah. He was, he was he was killing him. Yeah. He was killing him, Mike. It happens sometimes. You get mad at somebody and you have to put him in a submission hold and not let go or jump on him uh, and smash him through a table. And sometimes you get the your your win taken away and the decision is reversed. Sometimes that happens in life. I mean, sure, yes, you did like four promos leading up to the match that eviscerated Samuel each time, but you held on too long and you lost, Eddie. And we don't Mike and I don't like to see Eddie lose. Would you agree? We're big proponents of Eddie winning. Yeah, uh, Eddie Eddie should win every match. Eddie should never lose. There could have been a time that Eddie and Sabu wrestled. We should find that. That would be it's a an, weird... It's a more aging Sabu. Sabu. Why are you Sabu. saying it like that? I don't know. Sabu. Sabu. Eddie Kingston. Because um, I feel like that would be a fucking filthy match. Like a... Like a... Like a... Early career Eddie and, and middle to almost ending career Sabu. Stop saying Sabu. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm no, saying it like it's got extra accents. Sabu, <laughs> Sabu wrestled for a long time. It wasn't that long ago that he, uh, where wrestled he was Joey. We, oh Joey God, we right? Watched, oh we no, we watched that match. Not that, no. Um, so there, yeah, there could have been some overlap there in the uh, early to mid aughts. I'd pay to see it. Sure, it. I'm gonna find it. Wow, really? Exists. I'm going to find it. That's my goal for the next episode. You should, should message you know Eddie on Twitter exists. and be like, hey, Eddie, have you ever wrestled Sabu? If so, could you point me towards it? Because I really would like to see that. Mad King 1981, which I like that because he's just two years older than me. I said have ever wrestled, so I should probably write the sentence. Have ever wrestled Sabu? <laughs> <laughs> or I should leave it because it's very sounds funny. Like a, it sounds like a... a, a a confused copywriter for like a personal injury lawyer have ever wrestled sabu birthday november call now all right that's tweeted well i'll get back to you next week uh yeah we'll definitely get response. back to you on that next week for sure i mean it would be instantaneous but again mike is not on twitter so i'll have to save it for the show two very different kinds of matches okay the sabu yes. uh alex wright match was just dirty and yes. the ray mysterio versus billy kidman match was one of the f- fastest pace matches that I've seen in a long time. They were and a title everywhere. match, which we didn't we didn't know it was a title match until Ray took home the belt, cruiserweight belt. Yeah, it was cool that it was for the belt, and there were so many like the crowd was so hot for it, and it was so uh, uncertain how it was going to end, and then it was a really cool finish. Yeah, and uh, we we mentioned it while we were watching, but. Like Kidman, what is so, so? What's Kidman's move? He was trying. Was he trying to shooting star? Shooting or star press. That was his move. Yep. And every time he went up, like I think twice, and got countered by Ray. And then the third time, he whiffed it. <laughs> I think is what happened. Right? He just whiffed it. The third he time. went up at least three times, and one of them he <laughs> he launched, and it was a whiff. It might there might have actually been four times that there might be three that yeah that went up and and like a punch stopped it yeah uh, 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 a hurricane rana stopped it and then a crazy 
the craziest bulldog. The craziest bulldog seen. in the history of mankind. He's, if you watch the match, and we hope you do, and you see Billy Kidman do his bulldog, which I think was beautiful in the fact that it looks disgusting and gross and it doesn't look pro professionally done, which is Billy Kidman's whole thing, this era anyway. And then immediately followed up by, okay, let me climb up your shoulders like a monkey and just do this crazy, like, spin under your legs. I don't know what happened. It man. was really a crazy sequence to end. Um, really a, a, a lot of fun. And the only my only criticism of the match, and this will take us into our next segment here, uh, was what Ray was wearing. So let's go ahead God and do Tights of the damn. Night. Before we start Tights of the Night, which is everyone's favorite part yep. of the second half of the podcast, <laughs> um, someone does work at this company still. Correct. Someone may. I know in the Alex Wright episode, I know for a fact this man is at the beginning and end of the show. Uh-huh. And it's in some kind of conversation with Lex. I'm not sure what the topic is yeah, about. Yeah, some of them probably to do with friendship. <laughs> some of them. And then... I'm assuming he's in '99. He's 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 in Wolfpack, red and black Kangol hat, leather, right? Or was he ever Wolfpack? Yeah, he was Wolfpack. It's possible that he is now through with being Wolfpack, and he is now a Star Is Born sequin suit and fedora, uh, the the Dark Times Macho Man, or 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 the um all black like compression sleeveless uh with the tight ponytail macho man that none of us like to remember <laughs> listen again we've talked about this before macho and bo have very similar hair texture okay and i know that when i ponytail my hair it's real crusty feeling because it's like it's like a bunch of fishing line <laughs> together <laughs> <laughs> so macho he was there he was definitely there on both matches spanning 95 to 1999, yep. but he wasn't on the screen that we witnessed. Right. So that means we have four potential candidates. Sabu in his traditional, actually mostly white. Does he usually wear all, all white? No, he was wearing, he was wearing the silver pants with the white right. sash. He usually has a purple sash. He, he mixes it up. Sometimes it's purple. Okay. Sometimes it's gold. Sometimes it's silver, but it's always shiny. Yeah. So he's very shiny. Uh, he had taped up on the elbow, I think. Taped up everywhere. Still yeah, taped up on the back. St- still just co- absolutely covered with horrible scars. Yeah, you look at his back, you're like, is this acne scars? Hmm. No, those are knives and tacks. and Barbed wire. <laughs> light tubes. Um, Fire. And then versus Alex Wright in the very pro wrestler garb of shiny blue. All head to toe. Shiny blue. Shiny blue. Kind of a teal. Kind of a teal look. Yeah, like an aquamarine. Like an aquamarine. Just fuchsia. They're all the same. <laughs> just the the, the, the the tights that you would expect someone to wear who was born in West Germany. But in between like the blue trunks and the blue knee pads, it's like the longest leg you'll ever see. And then between the blue shorts and his hairline, just the tallest torso the craziest torso he, he <laughs> he's so Alex big. Wright defies explanation from a physical standpoint I've never seen someone so long he's the quintessential like you look at uh Van Dam or you look at Dolph Lund- Lund- yeah. Lundgren or is there a G yeah in Dolph's okay 
You look at those two, you're like, oh, they're hunky Europeans. Yeah, right? hun- big hunks. This is Alex Wright to a T. Yeah. He, he, Disco is only known because of Alex Wright. All right? Right. Alex Wright made Disco Inferno in their brief stint as a dancing duo. <laughs> disco was, D- Disco was a real, like, if, you know, D- Disco was like, like a movie, like like a studio movie that came, you know, and then Alex Wright was like the real gritty, you know, underground disco documentary. Okay, you know but, what I mean. But, as, but still as pretty as Hollywood, you know. Yes, fully, fully beautiful, but also like the perfect real disco specimen. And Disco Inferno is like a shameless disco gimmick. He's like a hamburger. Yeah. With like a disco ball. Like a disco hamburger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Glenn. He's listening. He's a big toe pad. So that's so that that was one match. Uh the second match, of course, you had Billy Kidman and his classic uh jean short cutoffs and white tank top. Yep. Which is typically associated uh with, you know, it had a different name back then. It had a different name. Uh, I mean, we it, said it three episodes ago. It wasn't a sure. good name. Um, and, and and Billy Kidman was just wet from head to toe. He's always so wet. He's always but wet. I think he's he's past the itchy phase, I think. I don't think he's itching when he comes to the ring. That's anymore. good. Yeah, because he's not part of the flock. Yeah. Is he still part of the flock? No, I don't think the flock is a thing anymore at this point. I think Ray, Ray, Raven's just sitting in the back, it, it, hanging out at catering, collecting, you know, checks or and he's like, doing he's doing that one gimmick run where he was like his his college like his from a rich family persona showed up or whatever oh right you're not you're not really a punk you're just a rich kid rich kid yeah and he was like sad and he's emo in like a nice bedroom yeah <laughs> poor scott so we have billy but then we have some people would say hey this might be tights of the night ray usually has really cool tights sure but we're presented with a thing we didn't know or forgot and that 1999 Ray Mysterio Jr. does not have a mask. Babyface Ray. Babyface Ray. Literal, literal babyface Ray. Little plump muscle baby, with <laughs> with with a with a beautiful like diamond, just like the most serious crucifix around his neck. Yeah, Catholic shit. Like we said last just week. Just the Catholic most shit. Catholic thing around his neck possible. The most <laughs> expensive piece yeah, of yeah. Catholic advertising around his neck. And then uh, bell bottoms were last week, but no, sir, not this week. Same depth and width of a bell bottom, but when I got, he was slingshotting himself into the ring, and I noticed a waistband that looked surprisingly like sweatpants. So, Mike, was Ray wearing sweatpants? Yeah, they were definitely camo sweatpants, like <laughs> micro fleece camo sweatpants. It was <laughs> so sweaty. It was the most. It was the most 1999 piece. Of, like, leisure wear that someone could wear. You know, he had, like, the tightest, the literally tightest wrestling trunks underneath, though, just to keep in all the sweat that the sweatpants heat would generate. Those must have been so uncomfortably hot. (laughs) When he did the one dragon rod, I think, and he spun around Kidman's neck, and just the sweatpants stayed put, and Ray moved. Yeah, well, so there was a lot of sweatpants. There was a lot of sweatpants real estate there. And frankly, I was just glad that Kidman was okay and he didn't suffocate. I used to work with a guy at Albertsons. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> good, yeah, please. <laughs> his pants, his slacks, were always tucked in and pulled up really high. But, like, they were shifted to the left. 
So the zipper was like right here. <laughs> so the crotch was on his left leg. Well, you know, maybe he was built different. Maybe that was out of necessity and it wasn't a mistake, you know? What is he, two dimensions? You, know, you don't know. You don't know. Maybe he's, a he's like a you know, medieval drawing of a horse, like a 13th century like horse drawing, you know? And he, he's he's in those pictures with all those cats or bunnies, all the <laughs> European <laughs> stuff you were sending me. Oh, it's fucking hot. Y'all, the world is truly on fire because yeah. it's the middle of October and it is 85 Yeah, it's too hot. I'm ready for the rain. Sweltering. Come on. Let's cool it off and get some rain. All right, so who's your tights of the night? Um, shit. It's Alex Wright. I got to go with Wright. I just love the yeah. tr- traditional wrestling and just how shiny and blue it is. He's got that leather coat. He didn't mention that. Yeah. Jacket. The leather, me, leather jacket. jacket. Yep. And that's cool. He doesn't do the dance yet, but he will. He will soon. Full and cool, cool dude. Full. I mean, it really, if you if you can picture, if a wrestler was the synthesis of the song "99 Luft Balloons," mm-hmm. it, this is Alex Wright, and you're correct. He was tights of the night. He was. He was. So, who got a new special category of this segment? Uh, uh, good word. What's a good plan word? Sweatpants for, uh... of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So who got who got sweatpants of the night debuting here in episode one fifty? Ray Mysterio Jr. with sweatpants of the night. Everyone, give him applause. We're going to debut new uh, sections of this series. We'll we'll have, of course, you know, jean shorts of the night, which will always be won by Billy Kidman. (laughs) We'll have cargo pants of the night. What if what if we watch a Cena match? There might be a Cena match. Cena match. Cargo shorts of the night, uh, Jinko jeans of the night, of course, always won by Conan. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Conan and Cena are the same pants. Oh, sometimes. <laughs> well, but John normally doesn't wear pants. He normally wears wears cargo shorts. But he has the jorts. He wore jorts for a long time. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wore jorts for a long Conan. time. But again, we're not talking. Conan wasn't yeah. was always wearing lo- giant long jeans. That was Conan's look. Are you sure they weren't giant long shorts that float a little bit above the ankle? You know, it was 99, so who could really tell? Who knew these things, you know? I mean, those existed. We were living on the edge back then. Oh, man. So, yeah, Tights and I, congratulations to Alex Wright. He's the first winner that uh, rhymes with a segment name. Tights of the night for Alex Wright. Mm-hmm. Alex Wright is Tights of the night. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mike, uh, where can people find us? Yeah, if you want to find us on the internet, they're going to go to the Twitter machine there and look at uh, at Tope Suicida Pod. That's the same thing on the Instagram turbine. It's going to be at Tope Suicida Pod. Bo's on both of those platforms, at Bo Rosser. I'm on neither of those platforms, so don't at me. Uh, if you want to send us an email, it's at uh, Tope Suicida Pod at gmail.com. Let us know who your favorite wrestler is, what's going on in your life that you think is shithouse, and if you want to be a wrestler yourself, because we're looking for opponents. Oh, yeah, we're going to whip your ass. I'm going to whip your ass. That's right. Do it in three minutes. Dude works huh? out for 13 months, and he, started, he starts threatening people. I love it. Midnight heat. I love who it. Who are you? Eddie, Ricky. Ricky, you're hurt. You're weak. You're broken. Eddie, fuck you. You don't even get on social. You're like Michael Brad over tiny here. Tiny baby, tiny baby faces. Tiny you know, baby mouth. Hey, 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 Michael Brad, you know what? You know what uh, old body math is gonna do to Midnight Heat? Tell me. We're gonna beat him in three minutes faster than any four minute heat match ever. Yeah. And rub it in their face. Yeah. More like three more like three minutes and no big deal. Losers. Losers. Uh, hey, 
hey, Ricky, if you do listen to the show, which I think you might, I hope you got here. I hope you got to this part of the show where we sign off with just We got you so good. You. We got you so, so fucking good. good. Ricky, I got a file on my computer of like seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like seven of like seven audio cuts from previous episodes where Michael Brad and Baxter Sycamore, we rip you to pieces. We rip you to pieces. And we're, we're going to release that on Bandcamp. We're going to release that on Bandcamp. We're going to, you're going to hear us tear you up over the years of 2021 and 2022. Yeah. Mike didn't know I had that file. I didn't know. It's called Fuck Midnight Heat or something. Good. Yeah, great. That's a good name for the folder. That's definitely what you should call the folder. Fuck Midnight Heat. So our goal is to start training, hopefully in the new year, well, to get us strong and get us big. And when we are strong and big and we get trained by Midnight Heat to whoop Midnight Heat's butt, what will we think of wrestling then? What is wrestling, Mike? Wrestling is... The butter on your bread. Yeah. Wrestling is a grilled peach that you brush with duck fat. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you tried something this weekend. <laughs> wrestling's, wrestling's muscles and wrestling's heartbreak. And wrestling is big, stupid camo sweatpants. Wrestling is a reflection of our society. Wrestling is perhaps the ultimate art form that we can observe that will teach us about ourselves. Wrestling is Harley Race. Wow. Yeah. I love it. What's wrestling for you? Oh, Mike, I'm so glad you asked. Wrestling, wrestling, Mike, is where, it's where we go, uh-huh. you know? When we die. When uh, you, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's not where I was going to go, but improv, baby. When you die, you know what you're greeted with? It's not... It's not the gates of St. Peter or whomever angel yeah. that is there. Yeah, it's Peter. It's, is there a wrestler named Peter? Pretty Peter Avalon. You're greeted by the stone arches of, of pretty Peter Avalon's sexy hair <laughs> extravaganza heaven. Yeah. And he says, let me play my walkout music and strip on you for about four minutes before we talk. And then he says, hey, you made it, Bo. You're here. You've made it to wrestling because wrestling is the end all. Wrestling is the alpha and omega. Oh my God. Wrestling is bigger than the Beatles, which consequently is also bigger than Jesus. So wrestling is the end all and it's where you go. It's where you go, Mike. Baby. Well said. Truly. Truly a wonderful series. Tiny but mighty. There'll be more of these coming down the pike and we hope that you tune in. For them. Before we fully go, the last thing I want to say is we have a lineup of pretty cool episodes. If all things go according to plan, we got our third year anniversary episode coming up, everyone. We've wow. got a Halloween spooktacular. What, what did we call that again? Do you remember? We remembered at the gym, the Halloween title. I think it was the spooktopular. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And then we're into turkey pageant. We're into into missile swole. Stacy might show up soon too. Yeah, in an episode. Yeah, most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, so uh, get get some cookies, get warm uh, or not, because it's eighty four degrees in October. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>
Tope Suicida, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening. <laughs>